Welcome to episode number 18 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We are continuing in our series based on my book entitled, Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. Today's episode is entitled, Plan to Retire Debt-Free. Now, there may be some of you out there today who are 20 or 30 or 40 years old, and you might be thinking, retirement? You've got to be kidding. But in reality, we need to plan for our retirement as soon as we start working full-time. I believe that a lot of folks don't understand that retirement is something that is not guaranteed. It's something that's not paid up by the government. It's not something that you will automatically get a pension like they did many, many years ago. We all must plan for our retirement. Putting together a plan for retirement could be as simple as just simply saving back a certain amount every week or every month out of your paycheck or reducing the principal amount on your mortgage loan so that you'll be debt free. I think of my dad when I think about retirement and steady consistent planning. My father worked for a company all of his life. He never really received any types of bonuses or received any kind of stock options or anything. He just simply worked hard, saved his money, and paid off his debt. At the age of 62, when he took an early retirement, he was totally debt-free. He didn't have a house payment, didn't have a car payment, had money in the savings account, was able to travel with my mom, and yet he never really even made a lot of income. He was just a steady, consistent person planning for his retirement. He was a tither to his church and really set a great example to me about how it is to be consistent, be faithful, get focused, get a plan, establish a budget, and by at the end of that time, you will be debt-free and you'll know what it's like not to be under the burden of a house payment, a car payment, credit card debt, and all those things that seem to hamper a person's ability to become debt-free. When I think of my dad's financial plan to become debt-free, it reminds me of Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5, found in the New Living Translation. Listen to these words. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. It's so important to have a steady, consistent plan to become debt-free. Before I get into some of my suggestions and thoughts and ideas about planning to retire debt-free, I need to make a little disclosure, and that is that I'm not a financial planner. I'm not a certified financial expert, but so I would encourage you, if you're putting together a retirement plan, seek some good professional counsel, maybe a good stockbroker, an attorney, a CPA, someone who can help you plan for retirement, make good financial decisions with steady, consistent hard work, and not a bunch of hasty speculation. To get started, I'd like to give you the story about a man that I met many years ago. He was in his early 60s. He came in to see me and he said, I have no plan for retirement. He said, all my life I've made really good money. For the last 20 or 30 years, he said, I've always had at least a six-figure income, but I seem to just spend it. It comes and it goes and it seems to be going faster now than it's coming. And he said, is there anything that I can do? Is there any way that I can get ready to retire? Because I would like to retire by the time I'm 65 or 70 years old. But right now, I can't see any way that that's going to happen. So we sat down and we talked and we looked at his budget. First of all, he didn't have one. That is the first reason I believe that many people are not debt free is they don't understand what they're spending every month. So we sat down and prepared a real honest to goodness budget, something that, that would establish a foundation for his financial future. First, he needed to understand what does it cost for him to live. In order to plan for retirement, we're going to have to try and project what it's going to cost us to live years and years after we retire. 
I can tell you one thing that's going to happen in retirement, and that is inflation is going to continue on whether your income increases or not. So we need to plan for that. We need to get prepared for that. And I know if we go through a lot of these steps we're talking about, you'll be able to be prepared in that way. Getting back to this gentleman that came in, after two or three months of budgeting properly and spending properly, he started to see some changes. He started to change his spending habits. He started to save. He figured a way to start paying down his debt. And it really only took him about six or seven months before he could see that in four or five years, he really could retire. As a matter of fact, several years later, I would say he was probably in his mid to late 60s. He did retire. He was debt free. And this man was literally filled with peace and comfort. By the way, he started tithing during that time. And when he started tithing or giving 10% of his income to the work of the Lord at his church, he discovered that he became a better steward, a better manager of his finances. He had to because all of a sudden the right the first 10% went out and he had to learn how to live on 90. So he started giving 10% to his church. Then he started saving 10% of everything that he made. He focused on debt reduction and before long, the man was completely free of debt. And you know this can happen in your life. Now you might be saying, well, pastor, if that was me and I was making 100,000 or 200,000 a year, I'd be able to do the same thing. Well, is that true? Is it true that, that just because we make more, we're gonna be a better steward or a better manager of our money? I have found that not necessary to be the case. A lot of folks make more, they spend more. The more they make, the more they spend. And that's just a dangerous way. You'll, you'll never get debt free from that. So regardless of how much you make, there's still a game plan that must be, must be set up to become debt free. We must never forget the words that were written in the book of Luke chapter 16, verses 10 and 11. This is the New Living Translation. This applies to those people who think if they could just make more money, everything would be just fine. It says in verse 10, if you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest or unfaithful in little things, you won't be honest with great responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, that means with what, what you currently have, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? Remember, God wants to bless us. God wants us to prosper and be in good health, even, even as our soul prospers. So our source of blessing comes from God. We must be faithful with what we have today, the little that we have today, and keep that faithfulness intact as we gain in our income, as we gain in our understanding of how to become debt-free. And when it comes to retirement, you're gonna be so happy you made that decision. I wanna address the younger crowd that may be listening in today. You know, when we're young, we seldom thought about retirement. I know I didn't think much about it when I was 20 or 30 years of age. When, you know, thinking of being 65 years old seemed so very, very far away. You know, after all, only old people, I thought, need to be concerned about an income at, at retirement. But you know, the truth of the matter is, if you weren't concerned about it when you're young, you'll not have it when you need it as you get older. As I was working and saving, you know, my financial focus was, incre it was to increase my net worth. Back then, my ultimate goal was to be worth a million dollars. I thought, if I'm worth a million dollar net worth someday, I'll never lack for anything. However, I was a little mistaken because I didn't understand the importance of a guaranteed income after retirement. 
You can have lots of assets. You can have a big expensive house for a million dollars and then try to retire it, but you can't afford your house because you can't afford to pay the taxes on it or the upkeep on it or the swimming pool maintenance and those things. So it's one thing to get a net worth of hundreds of thousands of dollars or a million dollars or so, but it's another thing to have sources of income on a monthly basis that will provide for your everyday living needs. So let's think about those things today that would produce income that we'll need when we face retirement. As a young man, I kind of set my retirement age at 50 to 55 years of old. I thought that'd be kind of cool. I get to play a lot of golf and whatever. It's funny, when I got to be 50 to 55 years old, the last thing I could think of was to retire. I had absolutely no interest in it. I love what I was doing and I wanted to continue in doing it for years and years to come. Little did I think, you know, of the possibilities of living 30 to 35 years though, after I turned 50 or 55, that's what's happening today. People plan to retire. Maybe they have a million dollars in the bank. They retire at 60 years of age. They need $100,000 a year to live on. And all of a sudden that million dollars only lasts 10 years and they're broke 10 years after they're into retirement. So I know that's kind of a big example of it, but we do have to plan for monthly income to help us in the years of retirement because we're probably going to live a lot longer than what they used to live 20, 30, 40 years ago. The other area that I paid little attention to as a young man was the effect of inflation on my retirement. Now that's, that's so true for so many people today. They don't realize that when you plan to retire, things are going to continue to increase. If you think that you can retire on $50,000 or $60,000 a year today, well, when that retirement date comes, that fifty dollars or $60,000 might take $60,000, dollars or $80,000 to live the same lifestyle. Most of those people that I talk to are, are not aware that an annual rate of inflation will cause their cost of living to more than double in less than 25 years. In my book entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living, I have a chapter on retirement and there's a little chart I made up. Let me just give you a couple examples on that chart. $60,000 cost of living plus a 3% annual compounded inflation rate means that after the first year, you're going to spend $61,800. The third year will be $63,600 and on and on to where you get to the 20th year, that $60,000 cost of living is now costing us $105,200 a year. Now, those are pretty shocking numbers for a lot of people. And some people say, well, when I retire, I don't expect to live 20 years. Well, my mother retired at 62. She died at 95. To think that she lived 33 years longer than her retirement date is pretty shocking. If you go back and look at the Social Security Administration and what it was planned to, to provide, when it was set up many years ago, they thought that people could retire at 62 or 65. They would probably only live to be 65 to 68, maybe three to five years longer than their retirement date because that was the expected lifespan at that, uh, in those days. And that's how the Social Security system was established so that they felt people would, would not live all that long. But now today, people like my mother are living 20, 30, 35 years longer than the day that they retired and they're drawing Social Security. So the Social Security challenge is difficult and our challenge to provide the finances we need for the years after our retirement is a difficult challenge for us. But our God is able and he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we can imagine or even think. So let's pray. Let's seek his help. Let's look at these directions, these guidances that we have and prepare for a healthy, debt-free retirement. Even though I just made the statement that 
that it's quite a challenge. I, I don't want to make anyone feel afraid or fear retirement. My, my comments are not intended to scare anyone. But within with proper planning, almost everyone will be prepared to enjoy their retirement and never run out of money. You know, it's sad to say that, but many of those who are 55 years old today will not be financially able to retire when they're 65. This is a surprise to most of those who are nearing retirement. Many of them are shocked to find out that they haven't provided for the way that they should have. But we can change that right now. We can help those who are not preparing for retirement to maybe speak into their lives and encourage them to set up a plan. If anyone is out there and you're maybe in your late 50s or 60s and you're thinking, oh my goodness, it's too late for me. It's never too late. It's never too late with God. He has promised us that he's a very present help in times of trouble and trials. So first step first would be to pray, to seek the Lord's wisdom and direction to look at his word and find a source of help as we read his scriptures on the proper handling of our finances. I would suggest you look into the book that I've written. There are suggestions on preparing yourself financially for retirement, and I believe that you can make some great steps in just a matter of a few years to establish that goal of being able to retire debt-free. In the first 17 episodes of this series I'm teaching on how to experience the joy of debt-free living, I covered a lot of areas, a lot of things that would be good for you to review. If you're here and you're only looking at the retirement side of it and you're maybe not interested in some of the other conditions to to be debt-free and prepare yourself for retirement, maybe this would be a good time to think about those things that need to be reviewed and evaluated regardless of, of your age. You could be 60 years old, 65 years old, and trying to figure out a way to retire and some of these suggestions will be of help to you. Some of them I think will be a, of great help. So let's look at some of those and review them you know, with you very quickly. First of all, we need to get in focus to have a plan to become debt-free. Without a plan, he will ha- we'll have no success. The Bible tells us that a man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. So let's set up a plan to become debt-free. Secondly, or another thought, I think, would be to to understand that God does want you to prosper. He do, He wants to bless us. Sometimes at, at the age of 60 or 65 years of age, we sit there and worry about, well, I did this wrong and I did that wrong. And if, if only I would have done that, if only I would have done this. We need to get rid of the if onlys because the if onlys will just leave you back in time and cause you to beat yourself up and be very, very difficult on yourself when in reality, God has a future and a hope and a plan for each and every one of us, regardless of our age. So he wants to prosper us. He wants to bless us. And I believe he wants those facing retirement not to have concerns and worries about financial challenges. I would strongly suggest that if you're not giving of something to your church, that this would be a great time for you to start to give something to the church that you attend. You may not be in a position right now that you can give what we call the tithe, which is 10% of your income. I believe that would be a goal that you could have, but maybe you could just start with something because if you start to give and you start to become a better steward of what you have, because that way you'll be able to give to the work of the Lord, I believe you'll get the attention of the Lord. I believe you'll get uh, in line with God's word playing on how he wants to bless us. So uh, provide that. And, and when we do that, 
will be on our first step, I believe, the very first step towards debt-free living. Uh, we need to set up some goals. There's nothing wrong with goal setting. I, I'm 74 years of age. Some people say you shouldn't admit that over your podcast, but I'm 74 years of age and I'm setting new goals all the time. Uh, goals of writing more books. I've written six so far, but I've got plans to write another eight to 10 books over the next 10 years or so. I, I want this podcast to go out all over the world to help people, to bless them in their finances, to bless them in their prayer life, to bless them in their, their faith life, because these lessons and these teachings on these episodes are going to be designed to help people live what I call a quality Christian life. That's the name of my podcast. So set some goals. They they set us free. You say, some people think, well, no, goal setting puts a binder on us and, and puts us under bondage. No, it doesn't. Goal setting is something that you can dream about, something you can look forward to, and something that you can take those steps. Bible says the steps of a righteous man are led of God. And so, and that means man or woman. So let's, let's take some steps and set some goals and those things will help set us free. I can't go on any further without talking about expense plan or what we call a budget. It's so crucial for us to have a budget. And regardless of your age, it's we need to sit down and determine what it costs us to live each month. And if you'll just do that, it'll help you go a long way towards accomplishing the goals that you're setting. You need to look at the budget that you have. I believe that all of us at times need to look at our expenses and the budget that we have and look for ways that we can save money in our finances. I've made a lot of suggestions in prior episodes and just simply looking at if you have a cable television bill or a cell phone, look at ways to reduce those costs because many times just a phone call to these people will help us understand that we can save money and, and there's a way that we can find money in our spending habits. And so I would encourage you to do that, to look at how you're spending your money and see if there's any other ways that you could possibly save some funds. You need to believe, we all need to believe that God does want us to get out of debt. He desires for us to be debt-free. He wants to bless us and prosper us. And, and so let's make sure that, that we believe that, that we really understand that he does have a plan to bless us and he does want us to live free of debt and obligations. He does want us to retire and retire in a position where we can be comfortable in our finances. Now, when I say retire, that doesn't mean you drop out of serving the Lord. You just simply retire from your day job. But retirement gives us an opportunity to have time to spend things on other things if we're physically able to do that. We need to control our spending and, and, and regardless of what it is, a lot of folks will spend money on things and they think, well, that's not a big deal or that's not. Well, it does add up. And so just take a look at your expenses and your spending. We need to realize that, that many times, many times we think the way to retire for, for retirement is to figure out a way to make more money. Well, I'm here to tell you that making money, more money, is not necessarily the answer. A lot of times it's simply reevaluating what we have. We can only work with what we have. We, we, can, we know that we can decrease spending in some areas, but we can't just go out and make more money. And yet that is, that's the solution that a lot of people believe in. And we need to move away from that and believe that God will work with us and help us with what we currently have. We need to have wisdom in making decisions. The decisions that we make as we prepare for retirement will affect our retirement. A lot of folks think, well, I'm not sure I understand what you mean by that. Well, if you decide to purchase expensive cars every year or every other year or every three years and just keep getting more and more debt, 
the car payments you're making could rob you from a good retirement plan. I know of a couple of very well good friends of ours and they've always had car payments on new cars. They love to buy new cars and they make these terribly high payments and now they're approaching retirement and they're saying, boy, if they just could have saved more. Well, I can think of 20 different cars that they bought where they could have probably saved $100,000 or $200,000 in payments and depreciation on those automobiles. So the decisions that we make today will affect our retirement plans in the future. We need to understand that we need to help some else who are struggling in their finances. Now that may be confusing, but let me just kind of explain that a little bit. I've always thought that if if I have a, a need in my life, then maybe the best thing I can do is help someone else with their need. For example, if I'm looking for a job, maybe I should tell someone else how to find a job and explain to them what they need to do and how they need to do it. By helping them, I'm helping myself. By helping them, I'm training myself as to what I need to do. So give of what you have to someone else and watch the Lord bless it. Now we need to believe that that there's an important part of being prepared for our financial retirement future and that is to be prepared spiritually for our retirement because if we're not spiritually prepared for retirement then we could find out retirement to be a big disappointment it could be something that is less than what we thought it would be if we put all of our hope in retirement and not in the the things of god and and prepare ourselves spiritually then we're going to be in a position where a lot of folks retire and they're bored i mean they're absolutely bored to death and they they get frustrated they start eating too much they gain weight they start drinking they become alcoholics they start having all kinds of problems because they've not prepared themselves spiritually for retirement spiritual preparation is always more important than financial preparation so seek the lord for guidance and direction in in your plans to retire in the future if you're married it's important that both of you talk about the financial decisions that need to be made there's a lot of couples who never discuss their finances together the number of times that i have talked to women whose husbands have passed away and these women were totally unaware of where they were financially so I encourage married couples right now as you prepare for retirement or maybe if retirement's 20 years away or, or more, start communicating with each other what you have, what the con- commitments you have made to other people, the investments you might have or the lack of investments that you don't have, whether you have a retirement plan at all. Discuss those things, talk about those things and be clear about them. And as you grow older and maybe get into your 60s and 70s, be sure and communicate to each other how to handle the finances that'll be left to the one who does not pass. And that will be such a relief and so much of a blessing to that person who has to deal with all the grief and issues of losing a spouse. They certainly don't need to have to deal with the challenges and difficulties of trying to understand their financial position. When we get older, we start to think about things like an inheritance that we want to leave someone. I know even today, as my wife and I talk about our finances, so many times I sit and think, well, we're fine financially. We're comfortable for the rest of our lives. We won't need to ask our kids for anything. And my goal now is to see how much I can leave my kids. And that's good and that's fine. The Bible tells us that we can be blessed so much that we can leave an inheritance for our children's children. That means our grandkids. And so we've set up our wills. We've set up our our plans and, and we've got it all programmed so that our kids get so much and our grandkids get so much. And I'm kind of delighting myself in thinking how much I'm going to leave them. Well, that, that's great. But on the other hand, what about enjoying the life that I have right now? 
I've talked to older couples who say they're not going to leave anything to their kids. They're going to spend every dime they've got. There's an old sign. There's a sign I've seen uh, on walls in various places. It says, I'm going to live long enough to be a burden to my kids. Well, I don't particularly want that to happen. I don't want to be a burden to my children. But I do believe that we need to understand that it's nice to think about leaving an inheritance for our kids. But what about thinking about the inheritance that God has left for us? God has given us an inheritance with our relationship with Jesus Christ that we can live at peace. We can live above the trials and challenges of life. Oh yeah, we'll have challenges. We'll have physical setbacks. I know as I get older, I get more aches and pains than I used to have, but I try to just ignore them and move on. I want to claim my inheritance of living a good life, a healthy life, spiritually, financially, Lord. I want the Lord to help me to be comfortable and not worry about things and not have any anxieties about things. As I've mentioned in other episodes, I've I've had physical problems and setbacks that have been pretty difficult. On three different occasions, I was given illness issues, a, a diagnosis, I should say, that they said that you're not going to live much longer. You have maybe two years to live or in one case, six months to live. But the Lord evidently had a different plan for that. So I'm not going to worry about those things. I'm going to instead claim my inheritance of living a peaceful life, a life free of worry and anxiety, a life filled with the joy of the Lord, an overcoming life, an abundant life. And you may be living in an inexpensive little apartment somewhere and just basically living on a social security check. And that's all that you have. But you can still, we can still live that joyful, peaceful life. My dear dad, I always go back to dad when I think about someone who lived a wonderful life and a peaceful life. The the man never made in his entire life over $20,000 in one particular year. But he was probably the happiest man that I've ever known in my life. He was content. He was happy. He was at peace with his God. He helped people at his church. He took his retirement years and used those hours to speak into the lives of others. He was debt-free, as I mentioned before. The the man didn't have a car payment. When he needed a car, he just paid cash for a car. He usually would buy a used car to save some money. He literally understood being content and understanding that, that, that he's had the opportunity in life to live a good life. He passed away at the, year, at the age of 80 years of age. And at that time, I don't think there was a single person that I ever met who ever felt that my father was a bad person or a mean person or that he had any really disagreements with anyone. But he was at peace. He didn't have much money. He was not in a position. When I say he paid cash for a car, you might think, oh, well, he was probably loaded. No, he really wasn't. I think when he passed away that his, his estate was it was just a few thousand dollars at best. I don't mean to say that to embarrass anyone, but basically he understood what it was to be at peace with his God. He loved his wife, he loved his children, and he loved his God. So for those of you approaching retirement, if you're not prepared financially, then get yourself spiritually prepared because there's going to be challenges, no question about it. But God is there to help you. There's going to be opportunities for you to speak into the lives of someone else. The years that you've had and decisions that you've made, maybe you could bless someone for those things. Uh, When I teach on finances, a lot of times I tell people, all the bad decisions that you've made, don't make those again. Well, sometimes the older we get, the more experiences we have and we can share with people, this is something you don't want to do. That's something that I did, wish I hadn't done it. But, But we can use our years of experience to speak into someone else's life and that will be a blessing to you. So I don't know how to wrap this up other than to say, may God bless you. I pray that that you would understand that retirement is just another phase of life. It's something that God uh, has prepared for those of us who live long enough to, to attain it. 
And I know that God wants to prosper us and that we can be in good health even as our soul prospers. So let me, let me just pray for you as we close out this episode. May the Lord help all of us to prepare for retirement. Lord, we don't want to be dependent upon our family for our financial needs after we retire. So with your help, Lord, we will be able to adjust our spending. We will be able to be debt-free before retirement, Father. We'll be able to make decisions now that will impact those years when we don't have to have a full-time job. I pray, Lord, that you would bless, Father God, everyone that's listening today, whether they be 20 years old, 30 years old, or 70 years old. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them, Father, and that they would receive this teaching, Father. And I thank you for in advance for it, and I give you all the praise for it, for I ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. For those of you who'd like to have additional information on how to experience the joy of debt-free living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com where I have books on finance, on faith, on, on healing, on miracles, and I believe that they'll bless you. You may subscribe to my podcast on cpnshows.com or, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he be gracious unto you and will he give you peace. My next episode on debt-free living will deal with the most frequently asked questions. I made a list over the years of the top 30, 35 questions that people ask me. So I think it would be a good thing to take a review and to go through these questions, give you the question and give you the answer, I think, that may bless you. So until next time, may you experience the joy of debt-free living.